Welcome to the Fearfully and Wonderfully Me podcast, a podcast designed to help you increase your influence, develop your leadership, and maximize your results. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Fearfully and Wonderfully Me, a podcast designed to help you become the leader you are destined to be. Welcome to another episode. Today's episode is um, one of my, I think, most... uh, favorite topics to talk about is self-limiting beliefs and how and why they hold us back. And the reason it's one of my favorite subjects to talk about is because this concept is so, so powerful and, you know, it's it holds us back in ways that we are not even aware of, right? Our lack of awareness relative to self-limiting beliefs is often holding us back and we're not even aware of it. In fact, I would say most of the time we're not aware of it because if we were aware of it, that would be the first step in helping us overcome them. So I wanted to dig into that um, a little bit deeper, but you know, first off, how or, or why they're holding us back, I think this really comes across in two ways. Uh, the first is that our self-limiting beliefs um, show themselves or, or maybe don't show themselves, but but how and why they hold us back really in two, two key areas, I think. The first is that a lot of times when we look around at, at, at any dimension of our life, right, whether it's our physical, our circumstances, our in work environment, our professional environment, um, our career, your personal life, your relationships, something about yourself you want to improve on, whatever whatever that is, whatever it is that you are not 100% completely satisfied with. If you were to look at that and say, number one, that self-limiting belief might be holding you back because number one, you think that you shouldn't be the one to fix it. Right. And, and this comes out as playing the, the victim. Um, I can remember, you know, times in my life, in my career where I was working in a job and, I, you know, I would I was always value driven. So I always always worked hard. But but a lot of times in those early years before I had done a lot of growth and development on myself, I would go through the day and I would be working. But it was almost with a feeling of they don't pay me enough, right? And I almost felt like it was their fault that I wasn't making more money. And that seems so ridiculous to say now, but I know that this happens for a lot of people because a lot of times that's how that self-limiting belief is holding us back is we absolutely believe that the problem is someone else's responsibility, right? And that was how it was holding me back in those early years is professionally is I thought absolutely 100% it was somebody else's responsibility to help me make more money in my career. Now I know there again, it seems so ridiculous when I say it like that today. But I know that I'm not the only one who's ever had that thought we find ourselves feeling passed over for opportunities or for promotions, or maybe we're not making the salary that we feel like we deserve. But here's the here's the newsflash. That's a self-limiting belief because that's the story you are telling yourself, right? Every single one of us are exactly where we are supposed to be in life based on the choices that we've made, right? 
Now that doesn't mean the playing field was level for everybody. Some of us don't get head starts in life. Some of us, you know, like I didn't get a head start in life going through years of being abused as a teenager and, and leaving home without much. And, you know, I didn't have a high school diploma. Um, I didn't have a job. I didn't have any money when I left home at 19. And, and so that's not a head start, right? I didn't have a lot of experience even working a part-time job at that point. Um, but, but that's the self-limiting belief is that it's somebody else's responsibility to help us improve our circumstances. Right, regardless of our circumstances, what's more important is the choices we make in response to those circumstances. And that's how that, that first way that a self-limiting belief is holding us back is that we believe whatever the problem is, whatever we're not happy or satisfied with, we absolutely believe it's somebody else's responsibility to fix it. And as long as we think it's somebody else's responsibility to fix it, we won't do anything to fix it, right? Why would we if it's somebody else's fault? Um, and Mac and I touch on this in a little bit different perspective from the stage a lot of times when we're speaking, but here's the thing. We as people blame other people because it's easy and there's only one alternative, right? As long as I'm blaming someone else for the situation that I'm, uh, that I'm in, circumstances or the problem or the issue or whatever it is that I want to fix, as long as I'm blaming someone else, it's, it's his fault, it's their fault then I don't have to do anything to fix it. And so I won't have, I won't do anything to fix it, right? It's easy to blame. It's easy to externalize responsibility and say, you know what? It's somebody else's fault. Somebody else is the reason this is happening. Now, I say this over and over. We absolutely don't control everybody else. We can't, can't control much of what happens in life, but we always control how we respond to it. And the very first most important choice that we can make in being proactive is saying, you know what, this situation may not be 100% my fault. It may not be something that I did to create this situation, but it's my responsibility to improve it. And this plays out there again, this might be playing out in your professional life, in your job, in your career. Um, you're feeling like you're not getting the opportunities you want in your career. Well, it's your responsibility to go out there and get those opportunities. If you want to make more money, you got to be the one to say, you know what, I need to develop myself and become more valuable so that I am more valuable to, you know, a different employer, perhaps, or the same employer where you're at, right? If you become more valuable and you add more value, at sooner or later, you'll be given the opportunity um, to, to reciprocate that um, and to benefit from that. And so, that's just one example, right, of how that self-limiting belief holds us back in the first way. Um, it, it could be, um, it may not be your professional life, it might be your personal life, right? If you feel like you don't have enough influence with your kids, your teenagers, for example, as long as you think it's their fault, you're not going to do anything to fix it. Now, absolutely, there might be relationships where you, you know, you cannot control the other person there again. But you always can step up and take the responsibility of saying, well, you know what, maybe I don't know what I don't know when it comes to communication or connecting with people or interacting or relationships. And so let me read a book. Let me learn something because clearly I don't know it all. Right. Um, and to me, this comes out, you know, again, sometimes our personal relationships have more emotion and, you know, it's easier to, to try to 
um, mess up or, or not try and mess up, but it's easier to mess up in those personal relationships because there's more emotion, right? We care more, but it's almost like that other person that you're in a relationship with knows exactly which buttons to press, right? It's not that they do so intentionally. It's just that there's more emotion in the relationship. And so it's much easier. We're more sensitive. Um, but there again, it's very easy when the, because if you're in a relationship with someone, they're not always going to do things every single day that um, are always going to run smoothly, right? We don't intend to. Sometimes we do things to irritate people or just you know, the nature of another person in our life. Um, sometimes that relationship gets rubbed the wrong way. And some of us get rubbed the wrong way, right? That's, that's natural. That's normal. That's going to happen. But as long as we externalize the responsibility for fixing it, we're never going to do anything to fix it. And what happens if both people are sitting around going, it's your fault, it's your fault, it's your fault, right? Nobody ever does anything to fix it. As long as we believe that it's someone else's responsibility, we will never take the initiative, the responsibility and the, and the, ownership, right, of being proactive and saying, you know what, I might not can control everything, but let me make sure I'm doing everything I can do in this situation to fix it. Now, in my, in my career, I realized that, hey, if I wanted to make more money, I'm going to have to, you know, maybe that's go to community college and get a, a, a degree or a diploma or something like that. Maybe I can increase my skills or learn something. Because if I develop myself and I become more valuable, then I have more value, right? And sure enough, as I started doing that, then I got more opportunities um, in my career. And every single time I, I focused internally and saying, you know what, I've got to take the responsibility for doing something different if I want life to be different. Every single time I did that, life got better, right? And that's the thing. When we take that responsibility, that ownership, then we have the opportunity to improve whatever it is we don't like, right? This could, you know, whether it's your career, your relationships, your physical fitness, your health or your wellness, absolutely, there are things you cannot change. But I guarantee you there is a whole lot of things we can change and we can improve. We just have to learn to look for them and accept the responsibility of doing them. All right, so that's the first way that self-limiting beliefs hold us back is that we believe it's someone else's responsibility to fix whatever it is. That's a mindset shift, a mindset shift. That's a choice you're going to have to make is just saying, I'm going to start taking ownership and responsibility and only I can do that. I can do that, but only I can do that. You can do that, but only you can do that, right? I cannot do that for you. That's the first thing. And that's kind of the, the first switch. If you want to flip that proactive switch on, that's the first thing that has to happen is you got to make that mindset shift that says, I can do this, but only I can do this. Accept that responsibility and saying, what can I do? How can I fix this, improve this? What can I change? And it's Viktor Frankl who reminds us, when I can no longer change a situation, I am challenged to change myself right? That's one reason I read so much. I read 50 nonfiction books a year. Um, I'm a little bit behind for this year, so I need to, I need to read some extra books and, and make sure I'm catching up to my goal. But, but the, the one reason I do that is because I know I'm looking for insights and knowledge that I don't have. Um, and so every time I learn something, that's, a, that's something, you know, another valuable nugget that I can put in my, um, my, my collection of nuggets and wisdom and, and apply. And so that's, that's really the first way that self-limiting beliefs hold us back. The second is, 
you know, it's the story that we tell ourselves, right? The first story that we tell ourselves is that um, it's somebody else's responsibility to change it. The second way that self-limiting beliefs hold us back or the story we tell ourselves is that we cannot change it, right? So both are very powerful and holding us back and both are false, right? It's always our responsibility to grow and develop and improve ourselves. And when we do that, we can grow and improve our circumstances and we can change it, right? Maybe not overnight. And I think that's where a lot of us get tangled up is, is we say, okay, I'm going to take responsibility for fixing something, whatever it is, career, health, wellness, relationships. You, you get fired up or motivated. You hear a podcast like this and you say, okay, I'm going to do something about it. I can take responsibility. I can change this. And then we don't see results immediately. And that's frustrating. And so then we, we quit. We give up too soon. I talked about on a previous podcast, the, the point of no results, right? We've got to push past and be consistent past the point of no results. And in that podcast, it's been a couple months ago, but in that episode, I used the, the fitness example or a gym example where you want to lose weight. So you go and you work out and you come home, but you still haven't lost weight. And the next day you go to the gym and you work out, but you still haven't lost any weight, right? And so by day three, you're like, well, I haven't lost any weight. I'm going to give up, right? But that's, that's, that's where we mess up a lot of times because we are making progress. You just haven't seen it yet. And so that's why it's so important to be focused on the process of improving something, right? I didn't go overnight from working at a job at Pizza Hut waiting tables for $2.13 an hour plus some tips to doing what I do today, right? There was a whole lot of years of process of growth and development, both personally and professionally. And that, you know, it takes time. Transformation takes time. We overestimate what we can accomplish through consistency, right? So that's the, the two ways that really self-limiting beliefs hold us back. The first is that, that belief saying it's somebody else's responsibility. And the second is saying that I can't do anything to change it anyway. Now, granted, there are a few things that you absolutely cannot change, right? Your height, for example, your eye color, um, things like that you cannot change. Um, you can't go back in the past and, and do things over again. You cannot do anything about that. But most of the time, when we are not satisfied, when we are not um, comfortable where we're at, when we are ready to grow or we're not happy with our circumstances, 99% of the time, we can do something to improve it or fix it. We can change almost anything, right? Fill in the blank for yourself. If you're, if you're not driving, I'd love for you to just write this down. Something that's been on your mind, something that's just kind of nagging at you lately is like, this is bothering me. What can I do to fix it? I can change and then fill in the blank, whatever that is. Um, not happy with your job opportunity. You can change it, right? Not happy with your salary. You can change it. Not happy with um, your level of influence relative to your relationships in life. You can change it right? You can change it, but only you can change it. And so when I think about that, there again, this is just such a powerful concept because most of the time we are not aware of how often we either think we cannot change or improve something. And so we won't put forth the effort to do so, or we think it's somebody else's responsibility 
to fix something. And so we don't put forth the effort, right? It's amazing how often this plays out in our day-to-day -day lives. And usually we're not even aware of it. It just, because we don't stop to think about it, right? And it's hard to, to get into this level of thought and self-awareness and growth and development. It takes a little bit of time, but it takes, um, it takes pulling away from your busy work and schedule and, you know, trying to balance getting the kids to school and cooking and grocery shopping and working and, and all of the things that have to get done and, and pushing pause on all of that and stopping to think and reflect, right? But let me tell you, if you just spent 15 minutes a day thinking, really intentionally thinking I, if you did that every single day for a year, I guarantee you, you would be in a completely different and better place next year than you would be right now today when you're listening to this podcast, right? This podcast that I'm recording is going to come out um, towards the end of August. And I guarantee you, if you were to write this down and spend 15 minutes a day every single day between now and next August, intentionally thinking raising your level of awareness, right? And when I say intentionally thinking, I mean, seriously, like put the phone in a different room, turn off social media apps, turn off, get away from your computer, your emails, get away from the distractions, right? Because that's, that's sometimes that's the enemy of focus is that, that distraction that keeps popping up. Eliminate or minimize any distractions and really sit down and think just 15 minutes, set a timer. Don't look at the clock, just set a timer and go, okay, whatever it is that you're thinking about. Um, I'll give you an example. I wanted to um, really drill down on um, maybe just kind of a concept for a next book or something like that. But I, I think that that's really where that's going. But um, it was interesting how, you know, I've got several, I've got a list of books that I'd love to write, but, but as I really wanted to drill down into, you know, something that really helps people move forward and, and transformational. And I needed some clarity on a particular point. And I really sat down and I just, you know, really spent some time thinking and it didn't take long. Um, it was less than 15 minutes, actually. And then it was like, man, right there. It was like less than 15 minutes. I had some clarity on that thought and, and the title for the next book. And um, just an, a short example of how powerful this can be when we intentionally do that, right? A, a career is a great example because I know it's relevant for so many people um, right now with, you know, all of the changes that we've shifted through COVID and that's created a lot of culture changes. It's created a lot of changes in how businesses are operating. And so career tends to be a lot top of mind for a lot of people right now. But if you're, if you're going through the motions in your career and you're like, you know what, I'm not satisfied or I'm not fulfilled where I'm at. If you would just spend 15 minutes a day, every single day thinking about that, what are some things I need to do differently? What am I not doing that I could be doing, right? When I say thinking intentionally, I think the best way to do that is ask yourself some really great questions and then think about the answers. Because every single one of us know how to figure things out. It's, you know, I say this, uh, it's not the lack of knowledge that holds us back in life. Because here's the thing, you didn't know how to do all of the things that you know how to do at some point, right? You didn't know how to drive. You didn't know how to walk. You didn't know how to pick up a fork and, and feed yourself. But you have come pre-programmed with a learning model that allows you to learn, 
right? And if you have access to the internet or YouTube or Google these days, knowledge is out there. So whatever it is that you want to do, you know how to figure out how to do it, right? You just have to be intentional about figuring that out. And so there again, that's accepting that responsibility. That's getting rid of that limiting belief and saying somebody else is going to do it for us. That's, an, you know, somebody else is not going to do it for us, right? We have to take that ownership and that um, responsibility. Hal Elrod said, the moment I accept responsibility for everything is the moment that I can change anything. So as you think through your, your self-limiting beliefs, the first thing I would suggest you think about is how am I externalizing the blame or the responsibility for whatever it is I'm not happy about in my life? Until next time. <laughs>